हेलो स्टूडेंट्स आई एम डॉक्टर शालनी अनुपम जैन एंड टुडे आई विल बी डीलिंग विद द फर्स्ट चैप्टर ऑफ योर बुक फ्लिमिंगो द लास्ट लेसन इट्स क्वाइट आयोनिक इज इंट इट दैट द फर्स्ट लेसन ऑफ योर बुक इज कॉल्ड द लास्ट लेसन एनीवेज दिस स्टोरी हैज बीन रिटन बाय ऑल फॉन्स टॉडेट एंड इट इज सेट इन द टाइम बिफोर द वर्ल्ड वॉर्स यू नो एट दैट टाइम जर्मनी वॉज कॉल्ड प्रशिया एंड द एरिया अराउंड इट was being annexed by this prussian state now what does alfons deal with you and i every day we put off things for the next day you are at a stage where although you may not be wanting to put off your things for the next day still it is you know probably i'll do this chapter tomorrow and not today i don't feel like doing it today but this is this basic human nature actually highlights how it can be uh, detrimental to whatever we want to achieve now he very aptly highlights the human nature of putting off things for the next day oblivious to the fact that they you might reach a juncture where there is no second opportunity in this story people are callous they keep postponing learning french for the next day they realize their mistake only when france faces defeat and an order arrives from prussia stating that only german will be taught in the schools of alsace and lorraine now those were the provinces in the french state they all become victims of linguistic chauvinism and despite their feeling guilty and sorry and repentant there is no scope for reproach now what is chauvinism chauvinism is when you consider yourself to be dominant uh to be better than the others to be superior than the others in this case the germans thought the prussians thought that their language was superior to the others and wherever they annexed the areas they wanted german to be taught you know if you go back in indian history also the very manner in which english uh, people you know uh, they uh, they annexed india was the first thing that they did was they shut down the schools that were teaching hindi and devanagari the moment they could shut down and put a barrier on learning the language they had half won the war uh, in that in that time also now as the story goes it is about this young french boy called franz and he goes to school where m hamel is the teacher now every day you know young kids they are so distracted and franz was also one of those kids now every day he he would be tempted not to go to school and what were the reasons behind not going to school now this is the question that comes very often why was franz tempted not to go to school now there are four points here number 1 the weather was so warm and bright so he did not want to go to school the birds were chirping at the end edge of the woods then he says the prussian soldiers were drilling and you know young kids have always been fascinated by the army soldiers drilling he also wanted to watch them drilling and the last thing was that m hamel had asked him to learn the french rule for participles and he had not done that so he did not want to go to school but then he realized that he could not put off learning 
so he had to rush to school by then he was already late but when while he was running you know he passed the town hall now those were the days when the when the only means of communication was you know these orders were pasted on the town hall walls and everybody would come and read those orders from there there were no radios there was no tv nothing now when he passed this town hall he saw a great number of people standing there they were reading something on written on the wall now the writer says in the past you know few years most of their bad news had come from there now the question that arises is why had the people gathered around the town hall now here he says that you know the news of the lost battles the draft the orders of the commanding officer all those were put up on the town hall notice board the bulletin board and that is why the people were standing there now france did not have time to stay put and you know see what was going on so he hurried as fast as he could now while he was running there was the blacksmith washter and he saw him and he said don't worry you will get to your school in plenty of time since he was mostly late to school franz took it as a very very sarcastic comment but then you know he still kept running now when he reached the school you know generally what happens in a government kind of a school is that there's a lot of noise you know the kids are learning by rote they generally have their hands on their ears and they are just memorizing things they speak in unison very loudly now franz had thought that he will quietly go from the back and he will go and sit on his seat he will take advantage of the commotion but that day there was not a single sound coming from the uh, class there was no closing opening of desk nothing now this was a surprise he says it was as quiet as a sunday morning the children were all in their places mr uh, m hamel you know generally used to have an iron ruler on his in his hand but that day he was not beating that ruler on the table he very quietly he was moving around in the class now franz had no choice but to take permission for entering the class now instead of getting angry m hamel very quietly he told him he says we were going to begin without you why don't you go and sit on your seat now that was another surprise because m hamel was always so cranky so you have already two surprises one was that there was no commotion there was no sound there was no hustle bustle the second is m hamel did not get cranky now when franz settled down he saw that m hamel was wearing his best suit he had his beautiful green coat his frilled shirt his black hat now these this dress he normally wore only on exhibition days or on you know special days and this was the third surprise that he got that he was in his best clothes now the biggest surprise was that all the old people you know there was old houser there was the postman the mayor everybody was sitting in the class and they had occupied the back benches of the class now houser who was an who was a mechanic he had got his old primer primer is a book 
you know the the start level book now it was so old that it was thumbed out at the edges now he was sitting with that book everybody was listening so carefully now this question comes very often what surprises were waiting for franz when he got to the school so the biggest surprise was that everybody was sitting in the class the old people and the young the second surprise there was no hustle bustle the third surprise m hamel was not cranky and the fourth surprise he was wearing his best suit now as he entered you know uh, franz was thinking what is going on now m hamel started and he said that this was going to be the last lesson of french that he was going to take he said the orders had come from berlin that he had to move out from alsace and lorraine overnight now for little franz this was a thunderclap thunderclap means he was shocked he was surprised he had never expected this to happen and when he thought back he he had not learned his language and it was too soon for m hamel to go away so they were a, they were some uh, they were a thunderclap to his ears they were a shock now what was the transformation in uh, in france that took place after he heard these words now these these are the changes that came in france firstly he realized that he hardly knew how to read or write the language and he was not ready to give up m hamel so soon secondly he said that the books that had seemed such a burden a few minutes ago they seemed to be his best friends third thing that happened was that you know m hamel did not seem cranky anymore and the fourth change that came about was you know this we'll study later on we will come to know in the story that when he listened carefully the french participants were not very difficult to understand but then you know he he was very angry as to why this order had come then he realized that these people were sitting there to honor this man for his 40 years of service they had come there to show their regret that they had not been serious about their studies and they had also come there to show respect to him now this question comes again why had the village people come to attend the school on the last day so they were sorry for not learning the language it was their way of thanking their master for 40 years of service and it was a way of showing respect to their master and to the country now while he was you know catching up on all this while he was gathering all this information m hamel asked franz to get up and he asked him to recite the participles now at that time franz says what he wouldn't have given to recite those partic- participles without a pause but he didn't know them he had taken it very very casually then amahamel said he says i am not going to scold you it's not your fault he says we have a great deal to reproach ourselves with firstly he said that you know children themselves they take it very casually he says everybody thinks 
you have so much of time you will learn it tomorrow but see what has happened since we waited for tomorrow now there is no tomorrow secondly he said that the, the parents are to be blamed he said they want these children to work in the mill rather than come to school and study thirdly he said that he himself was to be blamed he says have i not sent you to water my plants or sent you back because i wanted to go fishing so he blames all three people for the, the inability to learn french in the children then he went on to say you know that the uh, that french was the most beautiful language he calls it the clearest the most logical language in the world he says you should never forget it because language gives an identity and it is responsible to bind people together if language is intact people can always hope to be free he says it is the key to their prison then he opened the book and he started reading out the lesson he says at this time francis he says when i listened carefully it was so easy to understand and even m hamel he explained it so beautifully as if he wanted to put all the french that he wanted to teach them into their heads in one stroke now after they had done grammar he gave them new copies now why do you think he gave them new notebooks you know on those notebooks he had written france alsace france alsace they they were so beautifully covered they were hanging uh, around in the class and the kids were so happy to see them you know when you get your uh, book set a new book set you are so careful with your books you don't want to uh, you know you don't want to untidy them you want to write beautifully so many times you know the first few pages are torn because you've not written neatly now he gave them new books because you know he he wanted them to treasure them you know when the books are new and just a few words are written in them the children tend to treasure those books so he just wrote france alsace france alsace he never wanted to the uh, the, the students to forget that france and alsace were one entity alsace would always be a part of france and not a part of prussian empire now the boy you know france he says he says the beetles flew in and nobody noticed you know if when you're sitting in your own class so many times a wasp would uh, fly in and the moment it flies in the girls the boys everybody is screaming there's chaos in the room but the same wasp if it flies in while you're writing down your paper nobody even looks at it because you're so busy doing your work the same thing was happening here had these beetles flown in when m hamel was taking a regular class there would have been chaos everybody would have been screaming shouting having fun but at this time each and every person realized that they should take in as much french as they could 
at that time franz you know he was very angry with the situation he he uh, he made a very sarcastic comment he said will they make them sing in german even the pigeons now pigeons are birds they don't they know no boundaries but franz was so upset that the germans wanted to change their the whole environment that he made this comment he says they were so dominating that they wanted to rule over the heart and soul of people they wanted to even take away their identity and he said will they do so even with the birds and animals who know no boundaries now whenever he looked up he says he always saw m hamel staring at the front wall he was sitting motionless it was almost as if he was trying to take in as much as he could of this uh, environment now he says if you look at it from one way then no there was no change 40 years he had been at the same place he had been teaching the same things uh, only the students used to change and if you look at it the other way well in these 40 years the desks and benches they had been worn smooth because of the use the walnut trees that he had planted in the garden they were taller and the hop vine that he had planted himself twined about the windows to the roof now these three points they convey the passage of time now when he heard his sister packing the trunks francis it must have broken his heart to leave this place the very fact that you know he had made a home out here and now he had been asked to leave after 40 years it was not an easy decision to take but he was composed he listened to each and every person very very calmly even the young children who did not know how to speak and they were just saying you know baba bibu even those children he was listening to now hauser who was sitting at the back tears were flowing down his eyes he was still holding the primer in his hands he still wanted to learn from him now when they saw when everybody saw hauser they wanted to laugh and cry at the same time they had mixed feelings they wanted to laugh because he was looking so funny sitting with a primer and they wanted to cry because they could feel what he was feeling they knew that he was sad that m hamel was going away and they felt the same all at once the writer says the church clock struck 12 and then the angelus angelus is this big bell on on top of the church you know it is rung three times a day in those days there were no clocks so people came to know that you know this this part of the day was over when this clock used to strike so when this angelus struck they realized that it was time to go the prussians had returned from the drill m hamel he stood up and he realized that this was it the writer says i never saw him look so tall now what does he mean by that he says you know when uh, when somebody's respect grows in in your eyes 
that is what he means here he says he he was so confident he was so composed and the respect for him in the eyes of everybody grew by many many notches although you know he he could not speak a full sentence because he was so overwhelmed with emotions he did not want to lose his composure in front of the kids so he just turned around he faced the blackboard and on that blackboard he wrote vive la france which means long live france that was the way he wanted to sign off that is what he wanted everybody to remember that france was bigger than everything and they had to fight for france to be free again then he said the school is dismissed and you may go thank you